Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So the next one on our list is Knight's Black Agents, which oh, love I'll let you take that since you know it more than I do. I love Knight's of- Black Agents. So Knight's Black Agents was developed by Pelgrane Press, which is um, Kenneth Height is a part of that. If you don't know who Kenneth Height is, I suggest you. Uh, I really suggest you look at the podcast Ken and Robin Talk About Stuff. It's Kenneth Height and Robin D. Loss, both of which are not just game masters, but professional game writers for a ton of different uh, things. This One of is, them used to work on D&D with Gary Gygax. Back Kenneth Height day. did. Kenneth Height used to work on uh, D&D with uh, the version one or two, maybe even three, three, five. So they have a lot of experience and stuff. And I love, absolutely love Knights Black Agents. So Knights Black Agents was the product of basically... A Shadowrun and Vampire the Masquerade being combined, to put it lightly. And <clears throat> really like Jason Bourne. You know, if you've seen the Bourne Identity or the other trilogy, you know, um, the Bourne, he basically described it as Bourne Identity meets Vla- uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. And so what you do with this is there's just one book. And the concept here, the best way to play Knights Black is actually this. If you can pull it off. Um, if you convince your players to play a game where they're going to be a bunch of spies and you don't tell them that there's vampires involved and the first (laughs) mission they play, you introduce the vampire you've created because he has an entire system on how to create a really cool vampire, um, as the game master and they go into it literally with their eyes wide closed, not, not open, literally eyes wide shut. They have no idea what's going on. They have and they're just going to play a, a, a game where they're, they're going to be, you tell them, yeah, you're going to be uh, spies, but we're going to burn you as a spy in the first mission. Oh, okay, great. And then the first mission you introduce them to the fact that they're vampires in the world um, is the best way to go. Regardless, even if you don't do that, um, the concept is simply this. You have the best, most elite spies in the world, and they find out, oh, the supernatural exists. Specifically, Dracula exists. Maybe Dracula. You don't have to play Dracula. He does have a book called the Dracula Dossier, which is a great compendium for everything. Highly recommend it. Even if you don't, you're not going to play Knights Black Agents just to see what like a true game master and publisher can do. He's got some really cool concepts in there. But regardless, uh, what you're doing is you're basically playing burn spies, and he has three different rules for how you're going to burn your spies. And it's each one of these is based off a lot of video games and movies. I swear to God, that guy watches movies like 28 hours a day. I mean, he's really well-versed. So anyway, the point is he uses all of that to create or help you create a world in which you are playing these spies, uh, but now they've been burned because they've seen something they shouldn't have seen, and now they're going up against vampires. Now, you can choose on whether or not they have a happy ending and they can get to some sort of standoff or whether or not literally like the end of the game is them killing Something, but still dying in the process and not really finalizing the, the kill, right? Like, you know, maybe it is a, they go against Dracula and they do everything they can and they think they've killed Dracula at the end. But, you know, you could always at the very end of the game just say, okay, and as your guy lays there dying, he opens his eyes one last time to see the coffin next to Dracula's slowly open and a little child get out. Oh, that scene. Okay, guys, what do you want to play next time? You know, just letting you know, like, yeah, you guys did everything you could, and you did you did everything right, but you still didn't save 
the world. You just save the world for like the next 30 or 40, maybe even 200 years. It's really cool stuff in Knight's Black. But Knight's Black is, um, what I really like about Knight's Black is simply this. You just, you don't have points. He just gives you a certain amount of dots. And you put your dots wherever you want. And one dot in an area means that you literally are like the supreme cool master of the world at it. I mean, he, it, you know, if you put a dot in IT, it means you, you are a hacker and you can do all these cool things. If you put two dots in hacking, it means that you're like among the top seven to ten people of the planet or something like that. You can almost do anything you want. And if you put three dots, and there's only three dots, if you put three dots in it, it means you are the guy or the gal. You're it. Like You're, you're the expert. Yeah, you wrote it. Like, you know, like you know this program better than anybody else because you're kind of the author of it or something, you know. To use a trope, any... Chinese master at the top of the hill that's the one and only best master is a three dot in whatever he's teaching. Right, exactly. He's the best or she's the best. And so what I really like about that system more than anything else is this. He also got really frustrated with Shadowrun and D&D, specifically D&D. I mean, he helped build some of it um, with the concept that we've talked about ad nauseum here of what happens if your major hook, the major thing that you have to get done and you're like, okay, I'll just put it at a DC 10. They'll get it. Everybody normally rolls fine. And they all have like maybe three or four ranks in it. And everybody rolls like a four. And you're done. Like your big hook is now ruined. His whole point on that was, no, the guys in Knights Black Agents are the best at what they do. And so he really recommends that the entire party plan their characters together. Because it doesn't make sense if two of you have a dot in something. And here's why. In D&D, it makes sense if three of you have knowledge religion. Because you, only one Somebody's of you is going to fail eventually. Oh yeah, only one of you is going to know, right? Maybe maybe all three of you know every single time, but that's not likely. Eventually, only one of you or none of you might know the key information. In Knights Black, he just says this: if you have a dot, you can find out information on it. You know something about it. You know something. Not about necessarily everything. enough, but yeah. you know enough to keep going. Right. You're always going to get the hook. So you can always go, hey, does somebody have a dot in X? Yep. Okay, cool. Here's what you know. Like you, everybody has a dot. Everybody has a dot knows enough to never miss the hook. So why would you have two or three dots in it? Well, two or three dots allow you to know a lot more about it. Also allows you to do things faster. But three dots allows you to do it and not be tracked. So if there's ever an option of, it's like, so let's say you had three dots in driving. So someone's pursuing you. No, they're not. In fact, you're pursuing them now. You literally flipped around the turn, did something something absolutely min- now you're behind crazy. Them. You're behind them, and you're following them back to where they're going, so you can now tail the tail, which is great. But if you had two dots, you could get away, and they can't find you. If you had one dot, then and they had one dot, it's like it's now it's a competition, it's a chase, it's a race, it's a thing, and uh, that's where things get fun and interesting. But if you had three dots and they had one dot. Like there's no competition. So mm-hmm. now you can just you can just do something really crazy and follow them eventually. So his whole concept was this. So let me just give you a quick for instance of how this game works really fast. So we played uh, uh, when we first played the game, we were kind of playing a modified Dracula dossier. I created a vampire. I won't tell you anything about it here for one second though. And the rules were totally inval- totally valid for this, which is when I saw it, I was so happy because I'm a big Doctor Who fan. So here's what happened is these guys find a guy like tied up in a chair with a, a wooden stake in his heart, right? He, he was in the bathtub. He was a skeleton and there was still a wooden stake in the heart. And these guys don't know anything about vampires. We find him in a mansion. 
my and Matt used to, he he was on a couple weeks ago. He his character, a Russian sniper, pulled the stake out of his heart, and then he had us wait until next session for us to wake up at our van. Hold on with for a second. The, I made them wait to the next session because you always end on a cliffhanger. Yep. And if you haven't listened to them on the cliffhanger, that's exactly how you do it. Oh, you pulled a stake out of the skeleton's heart. Or I'll see you guys next week. What happened? No, I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> so then what happened is... So then we wake, we wake up out of something with our guns still at the ready with the skeleton still like a body from what we presumed was a skeleton in our car... And in our van, dead. So then we oh, had to... Hundreds of shell casings everywhere. Hundreds of shell casings everywhere. They're all injured. They're all injured, like, horribly. Not, like, bad, bad. But they're all, like, they all have injuries. And there's this dead body that they think is the skeleton sitting there. And they have no recollection of what happened. And so here was the deal. The vampires, and there's a rule for this, acted like the silence in Doctor Who. As soon as you looked at them, you could interact. But as soon as you looked away... You forgot about them because he has rules for alien vampires plus mythological vampires plus uh, some other type of vampire, which is kind of cool. I use an alien form. And then what I said is underneath UV light, because you guys did this at night. Yeah. Unlike uh, under UV light, you will remember the encounter with him, which is why it, vampires don't like the light. Not because they get killed. They just don't want you to remember them. So they never come out in the daytime because mm-hmm. they'd rather be forgotten. So they could do anything they want to you. They could literally murder your best friend right in front of you, duck around the corner, and all of a sudden you're like, why is my des- – wait, who? how did that happen? And now you have this, like, fugue moment. Did I just have a split personality? Did I just kill my friend? What's going on here? And there's nothing you can do. And these guys also didn't show up on vi- uh, video cameras or anything either or mirrors, basically, just kind of doing that whole vampire trope. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a lot of great rules on how to create a vampire. And you can create – I don't know, maybe a million different types of vampires. So you could keep playing Knights Black Agents over and over and over again with different types of vampires going on. And it very much is a Jason Bourne type of feel where you're burned spies trying to get back into good graces. But there's vampires on top of it that are making your life like hell. I love I love the concept around it. And I love the gaming around it. But anyway, is there anything else you want to say about... Uh, no. I don't have anything else to say. Was it a good game? Did you enjoy the game? It was really good. Yeah, and so uh, check out check out um, check out Knights Black Agents. You can pick that up again at Drive Through RPG. I'm not getting paid for any of these, by the way. In case you're wondering, like I literally just enjoy Drive Through RPG. You can get print books. You can get RP. You can get PDF books. Um, they'll literally print on demand for you. So if you want an out of print book, you can literally have it printed. It's actually how I got one of my Mage the Ascension books. Uh, you can't buy them really anymore, but they printed it out for me. It just took three weeks. Um, and that was during like crazy COVID lockdown. So it might go faster um, when that's all done. But anyway, check out Nice Black Agents if you're into both spy genre and vampires or you want to give it a, a shot. It's a great little system. And I highly recommend you pick up the Drac- Dracula dossier. Um, I kickstarted it. And I have to say he did some amazing stuff with it just in general. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.